you've been wondering how can you expand your business and do it more with media, then this episode is for you. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I'm Diane Ralston, your host. And today, I have the absolute pleasure of welcoming not one amazing Dynamic Woman, but two so please welcome Deborah Drummond and Caroline Blanchard. Hi, ladies. Hello, Diane. Hi. Hi, hi. Today, we are going to talk about how to use media to explode your business. And I know with just, you know, how things have been going, maybe for some people in their businesses, that they are looking for new ways to just move the needle a little bit, bring a little bit more revenue, get a little bit more PR. And so this episode is really going to be able to cover that. But listeners, let me explain who we have here first so that you know why they are experts on talking about this topic. So for the last 30 years, Deb Drummond has been a pioneer in integrating the mind, body, and spirit. A leading accredited health educator, Deborah is extremely dedicated to the use of non-toxic ingredients for optimizing the body. She's an entrepreneur, international speaker, well-known radio host, number one best-selling author, and podcast co-host. The only thing she loves more than rocking the stage and changing lives is being a mom to her two children, and most re- recently, Yaya, to her pre- precious granddaughter. Nothing motivates her more. And she's focused and on point and will move you deeper and stronger into a position of being optimum in all ways and in all areas. And then Caroline Blanchard, she's a single mom of three, and she's a number one best-selling author, podcast show co-host, and serial entrepreneur who focuses on women's empowerment, media, network marketing, recovery, and coaches people to optimize their life and business. I feel like I need to just give a little clap here for you too. (laughs) That's awesome. So welcome, welcome. Uh, I just want to, I want to jump in right away if I can to just this idea of being a lifepreneur. I heard it in your shows, your True That show. I've seen it on your on your social media. What is a lifepreneur? Deb, you're the one to answer that. Like, <laughs> See, that's why we make such good partners because we can answer for each other. I love the word lifepreneur because not, every, you know, we've got entrepreneurs. We're now, you know, all three of us here are becoming ultrapreneurs, you know, more than one, you know, more than one uh, revenue stream. But a lifepreneur is someone who lives like an entrepreneur, who jumps in, who's dedicated, who's doing something that's impactful and powerful and passion filled, but not necessarily making a business out of it. You know, it could be uh, we've had people on our show that are multiple authors that are sharing about their story or other people's stories and they're making impact or There's people doing, you know, races across the world or they're just they live like an entrepreneur out in their life and they have something that we need to share with other people. Awesome. And you mentioned the partnership. You are partners in your business. And so how have you been able to set that up and have it be successful? Because I know a lot of partnerships don't last. Maybe Caroline, you want to you want to take this (laughs) 
Well, our secret is that we jumped in without knowing what we were doing and we adapted. Basically, ah. that's really what happened. Uh, Deb and I are, were already working in our network marketing business together. We met in Australia about five years ago. So we met there when we were doing a marketing tour for our current company, well, our network marketing company. Yeah. We didn't know each other. We just had like a common leader. Uh, so it was a trip of six women, five weeks, <laughs> uh, 13 planes, 11 hotels. So needless to say, you walk out of this like best friends or never talking again. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I'm exaggerating a little, but um, not that much, actually. Uh, so Deb and I really became allied there and we decided to work our business together. And then when the pandemic hit, uh, we really had to shift our business and bring everything online. Uh, Deb had never done a Facebook post basically up to that point. She went to the top of the company, but her style was really belly to belly. And I was not a Facebook live person either. Hmm. Um, I don't like cameras, funny enough. But so we had to adjust to the circumstances. So we did, we started really doing a lot of business presentations online and meeting people online. And funny enough, people were like, oh my goodness, can I have the recording of your business presentation? And we were like, sure. <laughs> but at some point we started asking why. And they were like, well, you guys are so funny together. And we're like, oh, well, it's a business presentation. But people started to tell us that they really like the dynamic between us because Deb and I are like polar opposite, but at the same time, we really have the same core values. Yeah. Um, so long story short, Deb has visions and she has callings or call them how you want. She sleeps at night and then she gets up with new ideas and, and shares them. <laughs> and we kind of have this thing between us that we don't say no to each other. So she got up one morning and she's like, I think we need to do a podcast. And I had never even been interviewed on a podcast. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let's do it. And we jumped in that way. And the rest is like, I'm going to let Deb tell a bit of the story as well. But the rest was really like one event happened after the other event after the other event to the point of like, oh my goodness, we need to create a company because, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> now we're at that point. So um, I think that what made us partners is like serendipity, like like we started doing stuff together and it just really worked. Yeah. And also we're really honest with each other. And um, I think that that makes it work. It's like a marriage. It's a business marriage. <laughs> yeah. I do a lot of talking with clients around designing relationships. And it sounds like you both were able to really design things and how you were going to work together. And you fit quite nicely, like a little puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> So what you said, Caroline, brings me to actually two questions. And I don't, uh, I know that Deb's going to want to take the first one, but you were talking about this company that you're a part of in network marketing and how Deb was at the top. And I think if we're going to talk about how to use media to explode your business, we also need to talk about how to explode different kinds of businesses. Cause I know that you have the true that media company, but also you're both successful in your other company that you met in. And so uh, I love Deb, if you can talk a little bit about how you were able to do that as Caroline said, that belly to belly, um, use belly to belly to build your business. And then we'll come back to Caroline. You can talk a little bit more about what true that media is. And then listeners, we're going to dive into how to use the different pieces to really explode your business by using media. Deb, take it away. Well, thank you. And that's a lovely story about how we, we met and get together. It always makes me laugh inside. 
laugh inside joyfully. Um, and I think the fact that we've had rapport with each other prior was very helpful. Um, yeah. I also think that, like she says, we're like a marriage. And, you know, sometimes if it gets tense, people think the grass is greener over there. But if you work through the tension, the grass becomes green over here and it just gets better and better. So um, I love that. In terms of becoming number one in my company, um, you know, it's really interesting because I didn't necessarily start off with that goal. You know how people like you have that. I, I wasn't my goal wasn't to be number one, but I was a hungry single mom who'd been a traditional business owner. So I think the fact that I had been in business before and I understood that it's not a short term gain, you know, but if you go like I went all in in my 15 minutes and people might think, how do you get to number one in a company? company when you did your business 15 minutes a day, you can't possibly be telling the truth. But one of the things that I did then, I still do eight years later. Like, hmm. you know, if you find something that works. And so what I did is I went all in on my 15 minutes. I was massaging people when I started this business, you know, so I had a massage clinic with 18 staff. Now I'm telling you, you can't sneak a text when you're massaging someone's back. No. You can't like, hang on a second. Oh my gosh, I just found this amazing skincare. You got to try it. You know, like, you can't do it. It doesn't work that way. So, yeah. um, you know, you massage and talk. So what I did is I really, when my clients got up and I left the room, obviously to get dressed, I'd send out a text. I'd send out a text and I sent out a text and I gave one hour a night or one hour a week to presentations. And so I really layered my time and multifaceted, but it was very purpose driven. Mm. And so I kept my eye on the two year prize. I kept my eye on the two year prize, not the three week prize, not the 60 yeah. day prize, not the. Yeah. And as I started to pick up momentum and I could really see that what I was doing was working, I doubled down. And so I heard in my company that you could hit, you know, one of my goals was to hit six figures. It might not be everyone's goal that's listening, but one of the goals was that it was six figures. And so the formula was if you called two people a day, five days a week in six years, you would get there. So it was just about math. I'm like, well, then I'm not going to call two people a day. I want to make it quicker. I'm going to call four. Wow. And so I kind of used math and statistics and I stayed really true to the consistency, really true to the consistency. And I had, I had been in business, but I never honestly let the nose get to me in a way that it hit me personally. Yeah. So, so that's really probably how I started. So I'm one of those accidental get to number ones. And then when I got to number one, then I was like, I'm determined to stay number one, examine what I did in the past and really start to look at, I just finished talking to someone and really started to look at who truly is my person, my avatar, you know, yes. who truly is that person that is looking for what I, I, I offering. And I met them where they were at instead of expecting them to meet me where I was at. And I can, you know, me and Caroline do coaching and stuff like that. And we do some of that kind of funky stuff together. So people want to know more, they can actually get more information, but I hope that was helpful for people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and what I think the biggest takeaway for listeners should be is that there's no excuse that there are time pockets and it's just about doing the consistent action and being driven and focused. This episode is sponsored by the dynamic year retreat an in-person retreat to help you get clarity and a plan for 2022 so you can be focused and motivated. And this year, the Dynamic Year Retreat is set in the beautiful Harrison Hot Springs area. Imagine arriving at your own private chalet with a small, 
group of like-minded dynamic women. By the end of our time together, you're going to have a one-page plan with your goals, with how you're going to set up for the year, with what to focus on, with different aspects that will help you to make better decisions. Imagine how much more focused and confident and clear you are going to be in 2022 as you go towards your goals. This is an in-person retreat, and so you get to stay in the accommodation. All meals are provided. You get to just sit back, relax, and plan your year with the support of a certified coach and a room of other female business leaders. Don't miss out on your opportunity as rooms are going quickly. Now, I I do want to kind of go off on another question because you mentioned about time management, and Caroline, you know that time management is a skill that you have, that you're really good at it. And so maybe you can give us a little bit of information around how have you been able to do well with time management? Well, I have to say that it's not a skill I was born with. Mm. (laughs) When I was single, a single mom at first, my kids were late everywhere. I was late everywhere. And at some point it it really got to me. And, um, you know, the one way to not be late is to plan properly. So Mm. I started getting coaching on that and I coached some of the best time management coaches and I started applying it and it really changed my you know, my results in everything, not only in my work, in my, if my kids are not late anymore, they get to their sports, they're not stressed, you know, a bunch of different things. Uh, but really, I would say there's a few components to time management. Yes, I'm very visual. So that's how I work. I need a, a paper planner, and, you know, an agenda that is yes. open on my desk. And every single night before I go to bed, I look at what is my day like the next day? And I have to know that before I go to bed. So when I know I'm not as anxious and I feel more prepared. And that also goes that before going to bed, you need to plan your day. You need to make sure your day is planned. And I'm not talking about, you know, at first when I started planning, I would plan 100% of my day. Like my 15 minutes were all planned. And that's a good recipe for failure as well. Mm. Because, you know, life happens in between that. You will get a text, you will get a call, you will get called by the school, whatever. So now I plan 60% of my day and the rest, life will take care of it. I know and there's all the things that you need to be, you know, reactive to, but by planning your day before your day actually starts, you, it, it allows you to become more proactive and less reactive. And yeah. if you want to have success and results, you need to be more proactive. You need to, you know, um, manage what you're doing and not be managed by everything that is happening to you because then life happens to you and you're like, oh my goodness, I I didn't get to do this. I didn't get to do this. And the other thing is, you know, I don't know about you, but I used to have always, I still have it, but I manage it differently. The to-do list of like a few pages. (laughs) And uh, I was just like, oh my gosh, I never get through my to-do list and blah, blah, blah. But that too, there's a way of managing that. And it's really just taking two to three priorities a day. And when we plan that, it's almost like we're thinking, well, that's going to be a lazy day, but it's not. You're setting yourself up for success. And when you start doing those two or three things and really doing them and and crossing it off your list, first of all, it feels so good, but also you start, you know, progressing. Mm -hmm. So a big part of time management is planning before your day starts, planning before your week starts. So every week I have time that I plan my week, same for the the month. Actually, you should take your five years vision, break it down to yearly goals, break it down to quarterly goals, 
and monthly goals, weekly goals, daily goals. Um, and you can always readjust and, you know, readjust your aim, but at least you have your, your, where you're going. So that really helps you stay on track. And the other thing is <clears throat> when I started planning, I was, my agenda looked amazing, but I wasn't sticking to it. So the other thing <laughs> is having the discipline to really do what you wrote down. Yes. So it has to be realistic. And while you're doing something, like one of the big reasons why Deb is so successful, she's really able to focus. So mm -hmm. when she passes her 15 minutes doing something, she's only doing that. You're, you can't talk to her about, you know, whatever. She's not thinking about supper. She's not thinking about her grocery list. So it's really focusing on whatever you're doing. Do just that. Because, you know, when you multitask, it really affects your focus. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, every time you get a text and you look at it, it takes about three to four minutes to your brain to get back into what you were doing. So imagine the amount of texts we get. So close your phone, focus on your planner and commit to what you said you would do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So listeners just kind of summarize what Caroline was saying, because there's a lot of golden nuggets in there that can help you to explode your business in other ways, right? So things like planning, reverse engineering your goals to plan backwards, not planning all of your day to have some buffer time in there. So have that 40% buffer time in there and then to be truly focused. And if you heard my other podcast, you'll hear me talk about the Pomodoro technique. If you want to know about that, we'll add that into the show notes because that will help you have that focus time that Caroline was saying that the Deb is so, so good at. Well, let's dive into True That Media. This is the company that you formed together. And we're going to get into the, the meat of how do you use media to grow your business. So Deb, did you want to start us off on that? Sure, sure. I mean, I think that um, it's been very interesting. Like Caroline said, my experience um, and my success all came from honing the craft of interactive through belly to belly. Yes. And then as she shared, the world changed and we became, you know, part of a new way of doing business, which was really platformed around media. But for anyone who is, you know, 56, like I am, I want to take the fear out of it. Because for me, I had a lot of fear around going from one to the other. But if you think about it, like if you think about it, if you're in business, if you've been putting yourself out there with an ad, or you've been putting yourself out there at a networking group, or you put yourself out there in a single mom's group, or you put yourself out there in a, in any way, if you are meeting people in a coffee shop, I want you to look at that as media. Mm. Because all social media means is that there's more than one person on the same platform as you. That's it. And if you've ever done networking groups, you've ever gone to a home party and told somebody that you do what you do. If you've ever, you've actually done social media. If you were, you know, if you stood there and, and, you know, said, hey, this is the plastic container that I put my food in, you actually were doing social media. So I just want to do a shout out for anyone that's over that, you know, 45, 50, 55 thing that was like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to flip it over because I needed to flip that over in my brain. And it yeah. took me a while to take my abilities offline and go online. And I'm really happy to say because I kept to the philosophy that it was just me going offline to online and not worrying about what other people saw, then it was the authentic self showing up, you know, scared, not scared, what have you. I still hit the same numbers. And I was even, you know, I was like, wow, that was shocking to me. So I think when we talk about how to use media to explode your business is adapting to the new times of the new platform. 
you're still doing the same thing you did before. We're just not standing maybe in living rooms. We're just in our living room. You know, we may not be talking to 20 or 30, 40 or 50 people or 100 people or 10,000 people at a conference on stage. We're talking to, you know, 50 people or 60 people on a Zoom. So if you take that out of it, the thing that stays the same is you. But now you get to decide who you who wants to show up on that social media platform, what you want people to see, what is your messaging. And I think that's where the coaching that we do. And I think that's what people are getting coached on now is who do you present? You know, it's going to be authentic, but people probably didn't know how much I loved music unless they watched my Facebook posts every Sunday, you know, and it, and it lets people into a part of you. So how do you use media media to explode your business, which is one of the ideas that I said we need to get onto a podcast and have podcasts because we both have a huge passion for entrepreneurship. So let's do a show about entrepreneurship and provide a platform for entrepreneurs to feel comfortable getting their word out where they're feeling like they're sitting on a couch. And then, you know, having those experts like us being able to coach people, uh, you know, ahead of time so that the messaging that they get that they put out is in return the messaging that they're going to get back. I hope that helps a little bit on terms of, you know, how to use media is no different and you used it before. Adapt to the platforms that we have. Stay true to your messaging. And no matter whether you're doing a podcast, you're doing a radio show, you're doing a TV show, you're doing a networking event, you're doing a Zoom, you need to nail down who you are, Mm. who you're talking to, the results that you want, and then brave up if you need to. (laughs) And, and, And allow people to help present that forward. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned podcast and you have a podcast called true that and Caroline, maybe you can speak to what does even true that mean? Uh, I think that's important for people to know and what makes podcasts a great way to explode your business. Oh goodness. There's so many things. And um, I have to give it to Deb because she's probably one of the people that knows the most about social media now that I know, which is funny because I still remember before, but when she wants to learn something, she dives, she's, she's an all in person. <laughs> so when we decided to do the podcast, she approached it the same way. So I was receiving links every, I don't know, two, three hours, <laughs> a lot of reading, a lot of learning. We did a lot of, we got a lot of coaching as well. But the one thing that she said is that, you know, be you. And that is one thing we really wanted to show. It was, we didn't want to go out there and pretend that we were the queen of podcasts and did that our whole life. We wanted to say, look, we had to shift as well. We adapted and look, we succeeded in it. And, you know, we wanted to show the real side of ourselves. So Mm -hmm. that's where the, the whole idea behind like being true came out and we wanted the world real, but that's a bit everywhere. But we say to each other, often like true that sister and we both like one of our core values really authenticity so yeah. it just came at some point I'm like it has to say true that and we didn't want to say true that sister because uh you know it's for everyone it's not yes. just for women so we just called it the true that show and it's really about we want to showcase people who have I I do believe that everyone has a story it's just like some some know, some don't know, and some know how to tell it and some don't, but everyone has a story. And when we meet people, whatever their story is, we want to hear it. So, you know, the, the successful person who gets to the top 
is also often like a parent who, who just got like before leaving the house got puked on and you know had to reverse yes. and go change <laughs> and rush and sweating getting to the meeting and you're like oh my goodness yeah. she's and you're like I thought I would die but then when you see that person presenting you're like oh my goodness they really have it all together and I wish I was like this person but that person has a real life behind them as well yes. And not that we're all parents, but you know what I mean? It's like, we all have something. We all have hurdles. We all have a journey. So that's what we want to show as well. And uh, we want to show that always with some hope and inspiration that the people that we're showcasing did achieve success. So, but they had a journey as well. So that's where all of true that came from. It's just, we want it to be real. Our podcasts are not edited. I'm French. I trip over my words every like two, three sentences. So that's probably one of the reasons why we decide not to edit because it would cost a fortune. <laughs> but, you know, it's just we want to be real. And that I think it's and, and the relationship between us as well. You know, we wanted to keep it real and we banter a lot. And so we brought that on air as well. Yeah, I love that both of you have now mentioned about honoring your guests and honoring people to be their authentic selves, because we are only experts of ourselves. And when we try to be someone else, it's hard to keep that up. And so that really gives people permission to show up with their quirks and their weirdness. And, and so I can be that way too, with my clients and on my podcast. And, and it just makes life so much easier to just be you. So I'm really glad that you're putting that at the forefront and that you want to show that not everyone is polished and perfect 24 seven. That's really important. And that's why I love to bring in other questions to my guests like you. So we're going to just take a little side trip here. It has been mentioned that you uh, are single moms or have been single moms as you've been building your businesses. And for those of you listening who are single moms, I know you can that there'll be maybe some tips that will come from these ladies, but also if you're not a single mom, but you're truly really busy or you're overwhelmed or any other thing you can imagine about a single mom, please listen and take what Deb and Caroline are going to share right now really to heart and see how you can implement it. So how did, how have you been able to do it? Like, man, kudos. I bow down to any single mom. It's freaking hard. It's hard. So how have you been able to do it? Yeah, it's, it is really hard. And, you know, if someone happens to be, I know that you have a lot of your audience in, you know, self-directed companies and, you know, if this is not advice for you, it's going to be that someone that's going to come in as a customer or a prospect or a teammate or a friend, right? So um, single parenting is not, you know, not unusual. Uh, It can happen at any time during the game. Uh, You could have your business going and then all of a sudden find yourself in a different situation. And um, so first of all, I say you have to have a lot of grace. You have to have a lot of grace with yourself. I don't know about you, but I think when they gave me my first, my first child, they gave me a little package all boat, you know, wrapped up in a bow and it was guilt just kind of came with it. This is your new parent. And here's your little, here's a little pocket of guilt. Um, And so you, you know, you, we've already got all of that enough going on in the, in the era that I decided to be an entrepreneur. It wasn't like, what are you doing? You should be home taking care of your kids. So there may be some people that had to go through that, but here's kind of what I've learned through the time of being, and I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years. So I've had a partner in my life. I've not had a partner in my life. And I know that Caroline's had both those experiences as well. I would say, first of all, stop apologizing. So one of the things that I used to do, I used to apologize when people used to walk into my house. I did it last night. You know, I I didn't apologize. I'm like, as you notice, 
you'll see that there's a bunch of paper on the dining room table. So I'm just working on my business. But I used to apologize for that. I used to say, oh, don't mind the papers. Oh, don't mind this. Oh, don't mind the dishes. Oh, don't mind. I didn't stop it. Like, just stop it. You're out there being incredible, successful professionals. And it doesn't matter if your dishwasher is not emptied. I've had my laundry on my bed sometimes for three days because I'm in a big run in my business or we have a book that we're producing. Really, in five years, does it matter? And so that's a really good question to ask yourself. In five years, is it more important that I get a book deadline done or that my clothes got folded? They could still be there in five years. Doesn't matter, right? <laughs> so, so there's that kind of comparable, letting yourself yeah. off the hook. Yeah. And, and then the other thing that I did is really straight and pragmatic. So every holiday, so I've got two children that are 10 years apart. So I've been parenting since my 20s and I'm soon to be a different, well, different number and I'm still parenting. So what I did every year at New Year's is we actually would go through all the magazines and we would make dream boards, mm. dream boards. You know, I remember when my daughter put a phone on there and there was no way I had the budget to buy, to buy this kid a, a cell phone. Right. There was all sorts of things that we put up there. I mean, my son would put the craziest stuff up there. So we did all our treasure maps together. And what I did is I honed them in to the truth of how I make my money. Well, when I sell these products, when someone joins my team, when I do this, then I make money. I literally was just talking about this. I used to take, you know, my son particularly, we'd go to the ATM and we'd take out money. And I was smart enough to go, you know, the machine isn't giving me the money that my company, I would mention my company name, put the money in my bank account. And this is how I can take this and let's go for lunch with it or let's go for dinner or let's go. So if we're going to go buy you runners or sneakers, which if you know my kid, so let's go buy you sneakers, little Mr. Sneakerhead. But I associated it that it came from my business. And the other thing I did is for those single parents out there like me that actually chose to travel, whether it was going to conferences or trips that I earned, or I used to do trade shows. I like to get in front of people. We already talked about that is every time that I made a purchase, I would call my son and go, and give him $5 from every sale that I made. Hmm. And so he had a jar of money that was building with actual $5, right? And he could see his account growing and it really eased off where that I was away. And then the last thing that I'll share before I pass it to Caroline is if I was away for five days on a trip or conference and something else, or sometimes I did a couple of trade shows and I did them out of province or out of country, you know, and I was gone for a certain amount of time. I wrapped a gift every night to be put on their pillow. And so every night before they went to bed, where I thought they would miss me the most, and God knows they were probably so excited to be able to do, you know, watch things on TV that I would never watch. And so they opened up something from me every night. Sometimes it was just a toonie. Sometimes it was a scratch and win. Sometimes it was a, it didn't have to be expensive, but it was just like a little something on their pillow and it was countdown. Okay, this is the 10th night. She's home in nine days. She's in nine days. And I would do stuff like that really pragmatic really get them to understand that what I was doing was related to this business and so they had they knew what was happening so that's that's some te- hopefully that's some techniques for people yeah yeah and I love that, that you start off with like get rid of the guilt and give yourself some grace the two g's <laughs> yeah. grace more often I just love getting your reviews so if this next one is from you then thank you so much And I say if it was you because the name is Dingle Peggy and I don't know who that is. If it is you, make sure that you email our team, team at dianerolson.com so that we can send you a little something special in the mail. So make sure you send us your address. 
They said, excellent and useful information. I love this podcast. Diane is an outstanding interviewer who listens to her guests. Each guest brings great information to the show. Well, thank you so much, Dingle Peggy, for this review. We really appreciate it. And so if you want to do a five-star review, please just click the review button and let us know what you love about our podcast. And if we read your review on the podcast, then we're going to send you a little something special in the mail. Carolyn, do you have something you want to add quickly to that? Not really. Like beside the fact of be gentle with yourself. And when you go to bed, uh, that's a mentor taught me that. And I thought it was amazing. I used to go to bed thinking about what I did not do. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I forgot to do this, 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 you know, the, the list before you fall asleep. And that mentor told me, no, when you go to bed, think about what you did in that day that brought you closer to your goal. So you never think about what you did not do. You think about, oh, today I phone one follow up and that brought me closer to me ranking up or whatever. But you think about what you did do instead of what you didn't do. And yes, involve your kids. Kids are so smart, <laughs> so smart. And, you know, way younger than we think. They understand. And, you know, single parenting, they have a different reality, but single parenting by an entrepreneur they will catch on so much that you're actually not teaching just by watching you go. And, and, you know, that's, they will define you as like, my parent is strong. My parent can do this. My parent go gets what they want. So I feel like if I look at Deb's kids and my kids, you know, we have a few in there that are already convinced they will be entrepreneurs and everything. It's just like, they don't have the fears that I had when I was a teenager. My, my older kids are 20 and 22. They don't have that fear. They're like, no, I will visualize what I will get and I will get it. It will take time, but I will get there. So I think it's, they they just, they're getting a whole different philosophy that is absolutely amazing. And that doesn't just go for single parents. It's any entrepreneur parent. Yes, exactly. So you have a podcast because a podcast is a great way to explode your business. It's great to come on other people's podcasts as well. You also have the tell all collaborative anthologies. And I know, cause I put out books too, that books are a great way to, to explode your business. So how did you come to the decision to create this? We'll kind of be ending on, on this. Well, I'm going to tell that story. So when I say that Deb has visions, we were on a podcast to promote our podcast when we had just started. And then the guy at the end asked for the last question. He's like, so, so ladies, what's in the future for, for you guys? And Deb is like, oh, we're producing a book. And I was just like, you're like, what? Exactly. (laughs) That was, but I, I, I kept my cool face. And then when, when everything was done, I'm like, so which book are we publishing? And she's like, oh my goodness, I had this vision. Like we need to do, because we always want to do stuff to empower people. Yes. And we're very collaborative with other people and other company. Mm. Like we don't see that as strong competitiveness. Yes. So by talking about it, we decided to do it in the network marketing industry. And because we're both passionate by empowering women as well, we started there. I had to push a bit more for this one. Deb was <laughs> wanting to, to uh, do it all, but do everyone together. And instead, we compromise on doing one book for women, one book for men, and one book for couples. Oh, and nice. they're actually all so different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the same industry, so different. 
I'll let that close on that. But yeah, no, it was amazing. And I think that I came at it from a perspective of when we decided to do the women's book again around that empowering. And I know what it's like to be a single mom. Um, again, I love the word single parents because I know there's dads out there that, you know, have sure. uh, stuff on their T-shirt and stuff as well. But I think we really picked the direct sales industry. One, we were both experienced and versed. Two, we knew that there was a little entry to barrier and could, uh, instead of picking a certain sector of business. And honestly, I'm a bit of a stats and math girl. And so, you know, in North America, there's still only 13% of women that are millionaires and 85% of them are in direct sales. And so this was a book that we had people that had had success in the area. They had at least five years. So we knew they fell down and got back up and they'd hit a certain financial level that their tell-alls had real grit behind them and truth and success. So it was a book that we, we all, we wanted to offer. So they had to tell three secrets because we wanted the book to be a book of hope. And here's the truth. I don't care if you're 10 days in your business or 10 years, there's days where you're like, I don't know. Yes. I don't know, you yep. know? And so anyone who's been around for a long time, look, I do masterminds with women that have been around for a long time in the industry and we get real and transparent with each other. And, you know, me and Caroline do these from the, from the authors. And so um, we wanted to have a book that you could be 10 years in the business, five years in the business, 12 years. You could read the stories, no income claims, no company. It didn't matter. This was a collaboration and feel like you could get on, get on with your business, you know, wipe yourself up and be inspired and motivated and go to the next level. Yeah. You know? Awesome. Well, the links for this book will be in the show notes. So please, if you, you know, to grab your copy, go there. Also through that media podcast and these ladies, their websites will also be in the show notes. Please go give them some love, check out what they're up to and what they're doing. Uh, I'll give you just a moment to give us a kind of a final thought from both of you, like a one statement of what you really want to leave a message you want to leave people with and listeners as they're thinking about that, I just want to kind of pull this in and put a little bow on it. So things that stood out for me today, this idea of be yourself, give yourself some grace when you fall down, implement some of these time management strategies so that you can really plan things out and be focused. And those are also ways you can explode your business on the media front you know, just get out there and do these things online, pivot, move into this space. You can do it no matter your age and do things like get on people's podcasts, be part of collaborative anthologies, be part of masterminds. All of these things will really move you and your business forward. So Deb, final thought. You know what? My mission, my mission is to encourage men and women in their business and personal lives to stand up show up and speak up. And if there was anything that they heard that myself or Caroline can even help with a personal call today, do reach out. Awesome. Thank you. And Caroline, how about you? Final thought. I would just say that uh, anything that stops you in your life is fear and fear is just in your mindset. So really work on your mindset because being yourself, knowing what you want and going for it, you will achieve it. Amazing. Thank you both so much for spending time with us today. Uh, lots of golden nuggets, lots of great stories that you shared. I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So to all of our listeners, please comment and give us a review talking about the amazing things that Deb and Caroline shared today. If you haven't yet subscribed, please do so. And make sure you check out the Dynamic Women community that's online so that you can connect with other amazing women. We will see you next time. Until then, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. 
please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.